What's up, dirtbags? Welcome to episode 254 of the Midwest Angler Podcast. I'm Scott Sturman, and I'm joined by Matt Deitch. What is going on? Oh, you know, not a whole lot, man. Just, uh, I don't know if I'm enjoying the weather or if I'm kind of like me in between here. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm enjoying it. I kind of like it, too. I'm enjoying it. I, uh, um, I actually, I was talking to a guy tonight and he's like, you been out ice fishing much? I'm like, I don't know if like you're trying to make a mean joke or, right. or what. And, and, uh, it, there, there still is ice, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe if you freaking, I, I don't know. Yeah. I guess there is, there is still ice around here. People look at me. Have you had anybody like look at you? Like you are just crazier than all get out when you tell them like, yeah, I'll probably get like, yeah, you know, I knew some guys out fishing this weekend. Or like, oh, yeah. yeah, I'm going to try to get out. <laughs> Is it the Messiah themselves <laughs> right. walking on water? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's uh, uh, it's it's a different year, man. Uh, shortest ice season that uh, I'm sure most of us uh, can can ever remember, and and that's disappointing. You know, just as fast as we yeah. got it, we didn't have it, and um, it's it's really nuts to think about it when you. I mean, we were out like a handful of times. Uh, four times, yeah. four times for me. It's just, it's just crazy to think that, yeah. that it was like just a handful. And, and usually we get out, you know, quite often. And especially like right. here coming up is when we really always seem to hit it hard is like when we can like make an evening trip over to Lake Pahoya or even, even like when it starts to get a little light out here with the time change coming up, we could still make it over to Okaboji and have a couple right. hours of good fishing in. So. I feel like you and I have always kind of hit late ice together, right. uh, you know, get out right after work, fly over to Okaboji, like you said, get over to Lake Pahoya and, and, uh, yeah, when, when the sun sets a little bit later, a guy can go do a full day's work and, and, uh, take off and, and have, you know, even if it's just an hour and a half, two hours at the end of the day, you know, it, it's still, you get out and, and, uh, um, you don't have to sacrifice any time at work because of it. I don't know. It, uh, just a weird, weird year. And, and, you know, I, I think the whole deal just kind of snuck up on you a little bit faster. You know, it's like, uh, you, you knew that the, the, the warm weather was here and it's like, yeah, but you know, we got to get a cold snap here. And, and, you know, every day, the 10 day forecast, it's like, well, cold yeah, snap ain't coming, cold snap ain't coming, cold snap. Okay. This is the end of it. And, you know, we were lucky. Uh, um, I took a Thursday off. You took a Friday afternoon off. We were able to get over there uh, to Okaboji one last time, but yeah, I'd, I'd be lying. You know, I mean, I had one day where, you know, Adam top and I went over fishing and it was like, all right, that was, that was a good day there. But honestly, the, the other times that I got out fishing, like it, it wasn't exactly like, you know, man, this, this was great. It was more like, man, this is kind of a struggle. And, and, uh, yeah, when, when three of the four times you were out was kind of a struggle, well, that ain't what you want to look back on, you know, yeah, an no. ice season. So thank God HOH is coming. Yeah, we're going to be, you know, those those Deerfield perch are looking pretty good right now. I'm not going to lie. Knock that crap out of some Deerfield perch. <laughs> better watch out. They're yep. going to be so cross-eyed after we're setting, setting right. the hooks on them. They're not going to know what hit them. A whole entire short ice season of pent-up anger that I'm about <laughs> to take out on a couple of four-inch perch. There's Just no doubt. Lay the lumber to them, but... <laughs> All right, uh, episode 254 is brought to you by our friends over at Dakota Angler in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Um, they've obviously got a ton of deals right now um, because, you know, the shortened ice season uh, obviously is affecting them too. Um, you know, we've talked about it before, but uh, go out there, support your local bait shops, and uh, uh, if there was some big ticket items that you didn't get a chance to buy, uh, I'll guarantee you that, uh, you can, you can go and, and, uh, get, get some good deals. Uh, right now, Dakota Angler has the Blackfish Storm Skin Jackets, Pullovers, and Bibs on sale. Uh, if you don't know what that Storm Skin is, uh, if you look at a lot of the, the pictures of Matt and I, when we're out ice fishing, we we're running these Gale hoodies and, uh, the Storm Skin is just an extra layer on top of those Gale hoodies that does, uh, great in the wind, great, uh, with shedding water and whatnot. They're super lightweight. Uh, they're easy to move in, but they are, um, uh, very warm yeah. for, for what they are. And, uh, 
I know Ramrod's got some some blackfish gear. My brother does. Matt and I do. Um, it's it's really top quality stuff. Um, I if if I was you and you were looking to get into some, go over to Dakota Angler and take a look at that. Yeah, uh, not not only are they good for like out on the ice or you know out on the water, they're just good all around. Just nice jacket to have. Right, right. I mean, it, you you don't have to just fish in them. I mean, you got they look nice enough that if you got a Friday night and the old lady, maybe this this week Valentine's yep. Day. You got to take the old lady out somewhere special like Culver's, throw on, <laughs> throw on a little blackfish and set the mood. Give her a butter burger. She sees you in that blackfish. Watch clear, out. Clear your schedule nine months from now. <laughs> don't tell me how, or don't ask me how I know. <laughs> but uh, uh, they also got uh, ion augers and uh, Eskimo pistol bits at blowout deals. Uh, like I said, if you are looking to uh, to get into some stuff, uh, check out Dakota Angler at www.dakotaangler.com. Uh, swing into the shop there on the north side of Sioux Falls. Tell them you heard about it uh, on the podcast. And uh, if you go online, use code DIRTBAG at checkout. Yes. Yeah, Make a some, good deal even better. Save you some money. That's right. Yeah, you know, you, you ladies out there listening too, I mean, you can go in there and get your man something good. But, hey, guys, you can get your uh, wife something or your girls something pretty good there too. So, you, nothing will set the mood quite like a nice Sabiato's pasta supper, and then all of a sudden you pull out that Vexlar that you bought. <laughs> That's right. I got this just for you, baby. <laughs> Look at how it lights up. Just oh, like you light my world that's up. That's exactly right. That's that's why you bought it, because it right. reminded you. Yeah, every time I use this, it reminds me of you. Yep. So yep. you light up my world, and this Vexlar lights up my shack. So that's that's you that know. should be on a valentine's greeting card yeah, right maybe maybe it will be this think week. about it think maybe about it, it Matt. this week you and you and mr deeds could write greeting cards oh, I together know. like oh, roses are red violets are blue watch out bass i'm gonna catch you I that's mean, you nice that one, you know, that's like nice that. yeah yeah uh, yeah so I, I guess i could i could write some maybe i could uh all right all right time out time, time out. out time out next week five greeting cards no i'm, I'm just going to tell you to do your top three top three top three fishing themed greeting, greeting cards. cards all right you got to make them and uh i'm going to put a post out on facebook uh we'll do roses are red violets are blue look out bass i'm going to catch you and all you listeners can go on there and and also give us a little jingle back also yeah and uh um i don't know maybe we'll do a giveaway to there, whoever does the best one there needs to be there needs to be more fishing outdoor related greeting cards out there in the world it's disappointing that there's not yep think so. about it guys come on um matt what'd you think about the super bowl uh you know it was a good game it you was know, you can't you know, ask for a better game people, people were a little bit getting a little bit uh ornery there in the first half when there wasn't a lot of scoring unfortunately a lot of people just think that football needs to be two teams whenever they get the ball go down and score every time they possess the ball but you know i i coach defense at the middle school level so i kind of have a special place in my heart for watching good teams play good defense and so watching both of those teams you know excel out there on the field on that side of the ball i kind of enjoy a game like that like i don't want to see everybody picking up first down after first down because you know i know what it feels like when you want to stop that team on third down and they get a good stop so you know, right. both teams were kind of doing that. And, every you know, they'd move the ball every once in a while. But, you know, great defenses can dig their heels in when it gets down to the red zone and, you know, limit their touchdown opportunities and hold them the field goal. So it's it, I kind of enjoyed watching that part. I wanted the 49ers to win just because, yep. just because you know, it's Kansas City. They've, they've had their time. But, I mean, 49ers have won a lot in their franchise history too. So, I mean, since it couldn't be like Detroit and Baltimore in the – in the Super Bowl, I guess I was piss on Baltimore. Well, yeah, I don't. They've they've won one recently too, so I'm kind of. It would have been nice to see Buffalo, I should say. Yeah, yeah, I can go along with Buffalo that. Josh Allen, and, I like him. Well, you know, they've been there four times. I mean, I have a place in my heart for Buffalo fans since you know they've been there four times, never won one. Vikings fans, we've been there four times and never won one, so. You know, it's always losers club. It is that way. I think that's what they call no, that. No loser mentality around here. <laughs> so what did you think about it? 
Um, you know, I, I'll say also I was going for the 49ers. My mom all of a sudden decided, like, within the last few years, who a lady who has no clue about football, never had any interest, but she likes Patrick Mahomes. She's got a crush on Patrick Mahomes. Ooh. So not, she's got, like, Chiefs shirts and, like, all sorts of stuff like that. So, you know, she, she considers herself a Chiefs fan now. My buddy Big Bob is a Chiefs fan. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm – uh, I'm a Brock Purdy fan, you know, I, I'm an Iowa Hawkeye guy, but, uh, you know, obviously second favorite team is going to be Iowa state. Um, just cause you know, they're, they're in state and, uh, I, I, I like Brock Purdy. I, I think, uh, I think he's a cool cat. I think he's, I think he's a man's man, just a, a good solid dude. You know, I, I love an underdog story. You know, no one, you know, no one expected Brock Purdy to be a starting quarterback on a Super Bowl contending team. I'm for him, uh, obviously Kittle, and you know, I'm I'm the same the same thing as far as uh, you know. The Chiefs have got nothing more to prove now. Right. Uh, you know, I mean they've they've won their Super Bowls. You know, everyone knows every single year they're a contender. Um, you know, it just would have been nice. I think it'd be good for football. It's good for the game. If, if, you know, not the same team wins it every single year, truly, I don't care. You know, it, I woke up the same this morning and, you know, right. oh, whatever. Um, but you know, I, I'd, I'd say a small part of me was probably going for the Niners yesterday, but you know, I'm, I'm fine either way. I'll, I'll tell you, I was a little bit more concerned about them. Iowa Hawkeye girls uh, losing to the Nebraska bug eaters. I, that, that, that was, to me, that just, that was, just started my Sunday off. Terrible. Oh man, I just I, I I had to walk away. I was Yo. so mad. You know, you blow a big lead like that, especially to Nebraska, it just didn't sit well with me. But uh, if if there's any sort of consolation to it, it's it's the Iowa men coming back and uh, uh, coming back from 16 yeah, points down to beat Minnesota. So uh, I mean that still made it a good day. Still made it a good day. Yeah. No, it was like you said. I watched that women's basketball game, and it was just like, what is going on here? I mean, they get up, even the first half, though, like, they played, the third quarter was good. Yep. But the first half, I even then, it was just kind of like, would you guys just go? It just seems like they kind of get stagnant a lot. Like, I've been watching a lot of them this year. Like, this is probably the most I've watched the Iowa women basketball team is, like, this year. I Like, yep. every time one of their games is on, I try to catch it. Yep. Because it is fun watching Caitlin Clark in a way, right? And then, um, but like some of the other ones just need to consistently get going. Now, don't get, I mean Stolke had forty seven the other night, and right. Stuff like that. But let's let's start getting like consistently up there in like that upper teens to maybe twenty point range for a couple of them, so that like there's more threats out there. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh. Uh, you know, obviously one game they could be national title contenders and the next night it's just they, they don't have it and whatever. I guess uh, not my not my deal. I'll keep watching it. And, and what, did, uh, what did you think of the halftime show at the Super Bowl? You know, I honestly went and took a shower. Oh, did you? Um, I, I came back out and Usher and Ludacris and, and whatever. Yeah. I saw it. I, was it half was my it? Facebook feed was pissed off. The other half was was uh, thinking just, it was the greatest. Just thought ever. it was awesome. That's, that's every year. I mean, yeah, it 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 is what it is. I mean, I I don't know who would be better. I don't I don't think it was bad. You know, I mean, was it was it, it just you and Kayla watching the game or? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You yeah. you came out at the same time when Usher had his shirt off and he was all sweating, and you're just like, oh, Kayla, where's my towel? Have you seen it? And she's just like, woo. I'm just a lighter complected version of that. And it was just like, you got it bad. (laughs) (laughs) You're doing the moves going across there. I'll say, I'll say this, uh, Reba McIntyre, who I have an extreme crush on just sang that star spangled. Oh Oh, man. She was singing right to me. Post Malone did a great job of, I mean, American beautiful. Um, yeah, I, I'll yeah. even say that the sign language interpreters did a better job singing than I could. So <laughs> they sounded better than me. It was great. <laughs> great performance. Um, oh. But, no, it's always it's always entertaining to watch all that stuff. I mean, there is a lot of hoopla to the game. But, like, you know, the halftime show always overshadows the national anthems and some of the other performers. So yep. that was good to see that they had a good, you know, a range, a big area of 
people that were performing yep. there. And I mean, it's in Vegas. You're expecting it to be right. big right. and show out. I, I don't know. There's there's a part of me that's like, man, that was pretty cool having it there. Like, like every year should almost like yeah, yeah, be maybe just Vegas be a Vegas deal or something like that. Yep. I know that they rotate it and everything, but it's just like there's just something about when you're talking about like the biggest game of the year, or the probably the biggest sports. Yep. entertainment thing of the year it's like you just think when it's of supposed Vegas. to be a spectacle you make a spectacle right. you know it's uh, like yep. you know people are coming there you see people down at the casinos throwing money around you know yep. all the betting that goes on be- yep. around it and stuff like that it just feels like a vegas show now is what it's kind of does coming to i do yep. get kind of you know them always showing the, all the celebrities that are there yeah. and stuff there. It's just like I could go a little bit without that, but no doubt about that. But but no, it's kind of cool. Like you know, they had the honorary captains that football team from Hawaii <laughs> and stuff like that. Dude, I don't know if somebody was cutting onions oh, on my plate. Man. Like, dude, that 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 got me going. I don't know what it was, but I, I didn't think Kale looked over at me and I'm like. <laughs> Hey, look the other way. Yeah, it must be a little dusty. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the heck was going on. You dusted around here lately or what? I mean, <laughs> Get yeah. to it. It's February and it, my allergies are kicking in. That's right. Oh, man. Um, you know, this week uh, we're not going to be having a guest on. Uh, I did reach out to Craggy XL Euler. And uh, he was not able to get on tonight. I uh, was thinking about having him on um, to talk hooked on hard water because uh, that is next week. Uh, um, we're going to be heading out there. What is it? The twenty second, I believe. Yep. And we uh, saddle up. Yep. And then I think the twenty fourth is uh, is actual hooked on hard water. Um, you know, obviously for the people that uh, have listened to this show for for five years. You know what that song and dance is. Um, we we kind of do this show every single year where we talk with Craig, um, and and hopefully we'll get him on next week uh, before we take off and head out there to talk a little bit about it. Um, but but one thing that I did want to talk about uh, real quick, um, I think I've talked about this before. I think maybe I talked about it last week even. But uh, a lot of people talk about um, uh, you know how how can they help. Um, if you go on, uh, the club for boys, uh, hooked on hard water Facebook page, there is a link to sponsor a boy. It's a hundred dollars. Um, you're making sure, sure that a boy has the boots, has the snow pants, has the coats, has the gloves, has the stocking caps to get out there on the ice that day with us and, uh, and, and be comfortable out there. Um, that is the best way, uh, 100%. Um, uh, if, if, if you want to be a part of it, uh, Check that out, and uh, um, for uh, for a hundred dollars, uh, I promise you that that's money well spent. Uh, but on to the next thing. Uh, like I said, hopefully Craig will be on next week. But uh, um, he can give us, you know, and let everybody know about it. But yeah, definitely go hop online there. It's real easy to jump on there and donate. I mean, it is crazy, like what these kids don't have and what they need, and I mean, all that stuff that goes, all the proceeds that go to the club. That is one cool place no doubt about it no I mean, doubt it, about it i think it. every time we go there there's something more that they've been able to add that just helps enhance these kids lives that it's just it's just really cool i mean that just just the facility is is That's incredible it's absolutely it's just, incredible we're talking gymnasiums art video games uh you know outside basketball inside basketball i mean cooking like that there's something there for every single Absolutely. one of those boys. It's not just okay. We're gonna come there. They get to go there after school, and it's like, well, you're gonna have to play only basketball. if you're good at basketball, right? Right. right. Yep. Nope. If, you, if you're gonna do that, I mean, it's fun following them on Facebook. All the different things that yep. they have, and they're always celebrating these young men. So, yep, it's really, it's really something that's just awesome. Yep, no doubt. Um, you know, one thing that, uh, uh, Matt and I kind of wanted to talk about this week, um, this year, I feel like, especially, um, out there in the state of South Dakota, uh, a lot of people are really voicing their concerns with the fish pile pictures. Um, you know, a lot of people, uh, doing the old bucket dump before the, before the picture, um, going to the cleaning station and, and, you know, putting a five man limit of crappie out on the table, taking a picture. I get it. I've done it, you know, whatever. Um, but, but a lot of it is guides and, and, you know, I think where, where some people are starting to be concerned is, is you see this, uh, you know, 
five-man limit, six-man limit, ten-man limit of, uh, of crappies, uh, bluegills, perch, walleye, uh, spread across the cleaning table. And uh, it, it's like that today, and it's like that tomorrow, and it's like that the next day. And, you know, I think everyone's kind of looking around like, you know, man, uh, our, our fisheries are kind of getting raped here. Right. And, uh, um, you know, I, I don't know. Um, obviously, the GFP is, is setting bag limits and, uh, you know, whatever, the, the, where, where they are, because I believe that they know the science that is going into it. Um, they know the numbers of, of fish that are being taken out of the system. Um, so I guess my trust is in them, hopefully, that, that they're getting this right and that they're being proactive and that they're seeing, uh, you know, the influx of guides out here, uh, you know, especially in, in eastern South Dakota, uh, northeastern South Dakota, even more specifically. Um, you know, the, the snow bears are going out with, with, you know, live scope and, and they're getting these fish dialed in and, and they're catching limits for their clients. And, and after they catch a limit, they go to the cleaning station, they take a picture, they post it on Facebook and they say, Hey, the rest of my week is still open and they're filling up at a thousand dollars a crack and, and whatever. And, you know, we, we've had guides on before, you know, licensed guides in the state of South Dakota that have said, Hey. South Dakota needs to do something about this guiding deal because any Tom, Dick, and Harry can start up a guide service and, and right, yeah. you know, whatever. They're not paying any money to do so. You know, in other states, you're having to pay money to, to be a guide and, and a special license and whatever. And I just feel like we're, we're at a tipping point in, in the state of South Dakota where – uh, the locals, you know, I, I think a lot of times they're blaming it on the Iowegians and the blue platers, <laughs> right, you know, yeah, and the Minnesotans yeah. and, you know, probably the majority of time that is the, that is the, uh, license plate that you're seeing at the boat ramp that's hopping into these snow bears and going out and doing it. And, uh, um, but you know, they're, they're doing what the guides are, are allowing them to do or, or telling them what to do. And, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I really feel like, uh, and, and I'm not trying to bash the guides that aren't properly licensed and, and whatever. Like if you don't need to, why, you know, then why do it? Right. Exactly. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I guess what really is sparking this is this morning I bought my South Dakota fishing license at $96. Uh, I believe it's $67 and then a $25, um, uh, habitat, habitat stamp on top of it. And then I pay a $4 processing fee and uh, buy a $5 hard card and whatever. And, and when it's all said and done, it's $101 to the South Dakota Game Fish and Parks. I've bitched about this before. I think $100 for a fishing license is too high. Yeah. I do. Um, you know, an out-of-state fishing license for $100 for a year, I just feel like it's too high. Is it going to stop me from paying it? No. Uh is is it stopping anyone from paying it? I'm not sure. I no, think I that there's think still so. a lot of people out there. But what I'm what I'm actually getting at here is is fine. Okay, I paid my $100 because I believe the state of South Dakota has the best freshwater fishing in the country. Uh, you know, you can make an argument for Minnesota. Also, I'm I'm you know one and two either way. I don't care. But but what I'm saying is I'm paying a lot of money. Matt's paying a lot of money next week going out to hooked on hard water, Mockintune, me, Matt, Ramrod, my brother, Eric, Gravy, Gravy's wife. That's, that's seven of us that are going out there. That's $700 that's being pumped into the system that the South Dakota Game Fish and Parks is getting that should be going back. You know, I'm paying $25 for a habitat stamp. What, you know, is that going to habitat? Is that going, is, is this money going towards restocking these you, fisheries that are being raped do you do you think that it's uh do you think that charging that 25 dollar habitat fee towards fishing is bogus do you think that that should be something that's more geared like in iowa there we have the habit we have a habitat yep. fee down yep. here but you don't have to have the habitat fee for when to you fish buy, to fish do you think that that like like, so I, I'd have to look into it further. I, I just pay it because you have to yep, have it to yep. fish over there. But if it's something that it's just like, well, that's going to like public lands and stuff like that to, you know, enhance like their crep land and, you know, all their 
wild water waterfall management areas and stuff like that if it's like going towards that and not to like upkeep of boat ramps things mm-hmm. like that i think it's kind of and it could be i'm not sitting here saying yep. that it isn't yep. but i'm hoping it is you know i don't look into it as much as like it's like there's just another added $25 fee. Like when when do those like extras start to get a little out of hand? And it's like, well, we're going to have like a $25 habitat fee. And then we're going to have, uh, you know, a $25 water fee, you know. Right. It's like, like you started adding all these fees to it instead when of we just start like. taxing the tax. Well, well right. we taxed you 7% and then there's 7% on top of that. And... But I mean, like a lot of people don't realize that you have to have these things when you go to buy them. It's like, well, I just need a fishing license. Like how, how many times, and I know it's all of our responsibility to look in the rule books, to know what we need to do to, to fish. But like most other states, it's like, I need a fishing license. Right. That's all I need to buy. So I wonder how many people will jump on there. Now, their website does a good job of like It saying, just automatically adds it. Right. Yeah. Like saying that you need this also if you're going to do that. So like like there wouldn't it why not just call the fishing license and like okay, $25 of that is going in like it's part of the habitat fee. Like I just think when you start adding like those extra things on there like it's just like whoa like why do i need that like when if they would just make the fishing license itself a 100 bucks for non-residents and get rid of their like habitat yeah. fee type thing yeah, like put, that put the money however the hell you need to but right. just charge me a 100 bucks and let's call it good yeah and just say i'm yeah. buying a fishing license it's yeah. not like well i'm buying this and it's this like i don't know if they do it because it like it sounds like you're getting like a package deal and it's like oh wow that's like that's worth it you know i yeah i don't know it's just I, I think I the only reason in my mind that I could maybe go along with this is because South Dakota is one of those unique places that, that these random pheasant hunting duck slews happen to hold perch. Right. You yeah, know, no, you know, yeah, I mean, I know, you, know you, you can be driving down the road and it's like, well, yeah, man, I think there's a little pond over there. It's got a bunch of cattails in it. And I, and I think normally, you know, I mean, it, it's labeled as Jim Bob slew. Yeah. And and no one knows that there's freaking fish in it. And, you know, it's like, yeah, well, you know, hell, I've been hunting pheasants around there for years. And then all of a sudden, you know, you somebody decides to somebody, drill a hole yeah. or make a cast there. Yeah. And, and it's like, holy moly, we just struck gold. And, yeah. and you don't know, let anybody see us out here. Right. You know, I, I think in the majority of other states, uh, their, their public lands aren't as rich with, you know, uh, um, fish rich waters, you know, where, where these random sloughs in Eastern South Dakota, you look at the black Hills, you know, 95% of the black Hills is, is public land. And, you know, in there is, is, is these lakes and streams and whatever that you can fish. So, so maybe that's kind of the aspect that they go about. Um, you know, at the end of the day, I, I still think, you know, uh, if, if you tell somebody, that, you know, yeah, our fishing license is $67. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, that's that's a little up there for an out-of-stater, but not too bad. Oh, yeah, but you also need that $25 Habitat stamp. And it's like, well, you know, everyone charges a Habitat. And then and then you sit back and you look at it, and it's like, son of a gun, like 100 bucks, Like, you know, that's, that's expensive. And I don't know. Like I said, uh, you know, it, it's not going to stop me from paying it, but – but with that being said, and, and especially, I mean, I, I feel like the South Dakota residents have been louder this year than than in years past. And and maybe that's just because people are louder on Facebook this year than, than in years past. But I, I, I think the, the, the fish pile pictures and I think the, you know, do you th- when, do you when think there's it, literally 800 guides in eastern South Dakota. Oh, right. It's like it's hard to keep up with half of them. Like, oh, it's like, oh, I thought this was that's not that person no it's this person and it's just like it seems like a new one pops up like every other week and all the names are fairly close (laughs) right yeah i mean and uh i don't know do you think it'd be better like like the guides out would be better off instead of posting those big pile pictures now i know that's what you want it's marketing it's marketing you want to put it out there so people like holy buckets yeah all right like promote more and I, a lot of them do promote more catch and release and stuff like that. Like, you know, some guys are going up there and just want to go out there and chase trophy fish and release them. But then there's also some that just, you know, we want to catch as many as we can. And I don't care if they're too big or if they're too small. I want to keep them 
as long as it's legal to do so and they have every right to do that. But like, you know, you see some guides like, I guess I'm going to say somebody like Jesse Thelman. Yep. You don't see like big fish picture, big fish pile pictures with him. Nope. You know, it's like his clients holding up a couple of trophy size panfish and stuff like that. And he's been on here before and he told us like, you know, he gets just as many meat people as he does people wanting to catch a trophy one and release it and stuff like that. Catch and release. But like, it just seems like he has a lot of like the pictures of just like big fish pictures and like talk about the importance of releasing them. Now he could have, you know, the same people could have caught their five man limit of bluegills with him, but, uh, they're not putting it out there. Yep. Do you think that sometimes like, sometimes it's like, uh, you want to limit the amount of, you know, pile pictures that you put, put on there or, I know that I like I said I know that they're doing it. it. They have to just for the fact of like people are like holy buckets. This guy is always on them. Like we're gonna, we want to book with him, but I just see. I, I I think I think it's because of the species that you're targeting in Eastern South Dakota versus you know what you're doing with Jesse. I I think when Jesse says hey I can you when you inquire with Jesse he's going to tell you hey I'm going to go out. And I'm going to get you on some really big fish and we're going to chase trophies for a little bit. If you also want to fill your freezer, you know, the last hour and a half, I, I, I know a spot where we can jump over and, and we can fill a, fill a pail full of, uh, you know, nice eater, seven, seven and a half, eight and a half inch bluegills. And, and I think everyone believes you when, when you're a guide and you have, uh, the pictures that, that you're trying to post to drum up business and it's one guy holding a, a 19 in, one single 19 inch walleye and you know two 13 and a half inch perch and you're like yeah come fish with me i'm on the fish yeah, i, I think people that. are like i think people are like nah prove it like, like i can do that myself i believe jesse can go and put me on right. on a limit of bluegills uh i don't know that a guy that that has two pictures you know e- even if it's a 30 inch walleye you know, if, if it's a 30 inch walleye and he's like, Hey, we're going to go chase trophies. And then I can, I can for sure go and get you, you know, a limit of nice eater walleyes too. I think everyone's like, yeah, well, you know, they call BS. So right. I, I don't know. I, I just, uh, um, I, I don't know. I think, I think it comes down to the species. I think, uh, if, if you're on bluegill, you're on bluegill, right? You find the weed beds, you're on bluegill. All right. You got them. Uh, you know, the, these walleyes and these perch, they're here one day, gone the next. And, and I just, I think it's a different, uh, um, I, I don't know. I think that's what it comes down to. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Maybe I'm off my hinges, but that to me is, is, is what I believe is the issue. Do you, do you also think like, because it's the big, you know, flotillas of snow bears that are going around, you think that people, the mobility of it, like, it seems like it seems like Northeast South Dakota is like one of the only places where it's like snow bear central. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like maybe Northern Wisconsin, there's a bunch of snow bears and stuff like that. Northern Minnesota in parts, we're not seeing them as much, but I mean, it seems like out there, I think that people see them and they automatically are just like, I think people get butt hurt. Well, there, there, there's there's a jealousy, jealousy thing. thing. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and stuff like that. Um, I, I just don't know. Like, you know, you get people that, that absolutely hate the snow bears, but they'll follow them around yep. and fish, you know, right next to them or if not just real close to them or go up to that spot after they've moved on. So, I mean, I, I don't know. It, it's it's one of those deals that hopefully they're doing something to kind of combat that, the GFP is. and But, and, and, but you know, that that's kind of what I'm saying. With, with that $100 license that I'm spending and, and that you're spending – and, you know, if they would, you know, I, I probably get burned at the stake for this, but you know, these guides, if, if you make them pay, a a, a licensing, you know, to, to be, uh, you know, a, a, a true licensed guide in your state, it, all that money should be going back into stocking fish, you know, fixing, oh, yeah. fixing boat ramps and, and whatever. I, I, I don't think the fishing has been as good these last couple of years. 
and and so the people right away are pointing at the guides you're you're the ones causing us you know it's it's the minnesotans it's the iowegians you guys are the ones that are causing this well i believe actually it's because low water levels and right. and yeah, you know like the environment. I mean, it, it, right you know i i think it, uh, yeah exactly i think it's more environmental factors that's causing you know some of the some of the bad fishing i mean and, and don't get me wrong i'm sure i'm sure that uh uh you know guides going out and catching you it's, know eight it's limits the, a day it's the is, internet is, that's ruining it according to a lot of people and stuff so well it's it's got to be this podcast i mean people right. are listening to this podcast they're getting smarter and and they're going out and they're catching limits Right. I sorry, like sorry. We tell people to go to dry number two all the time and bitter and you know all those lakes and they're just getting fished out. That's so. what it is. My apologies, but no, uh, I, I mean I, I get how people get secretive with their spots up there, but uh, in in the end, I mean, you're going up there and catching fish all the time, anyways. I mean, what's the difference if a guy from out of state does or? I think I just think a lot of times people think that they have like a little secret spot, and then eventually, like you know, nothing in this day and age is is secret anymore. Well, and, you know, and eventually spots somebody, change. And guess what? And guess what? Fishermen are getting better. Let's let's give each other a little bit of credit here. Yep. People are going online. They're looking. They're starting to learn how to read these fishing reports. I mean, not me when I say people, but right. <laughs> you know, people people are really doing their research and looking, and then. Uh, you know, really diving into fishing as like more than just going anymore. It's it's kind of like become a science the way that people scout for it and you know, oh here this lake, this one is very similar to this one over here. The netting reports are really good. Let's go give it a try. And they go and give it a try and like do really well and they're like, Oh, all right, here we go, you know, and uh I just think that, you know, old uh Oh, John, he's been fishing it for years, and all of a sudden now, like, he's always had this little secret spot to himself. Well, here comes some other people, and, man, this is my lake. Like, how yep. dare they come out here and, and catch them and stuff like that, so. What do you think if, if like, the, and, and this is for any uh, game fishing parks organization, whether it's Iowa, Minnesota, Wisconsin, South Dakota, North Dakota, Nebraska, whatever, but but what, what would you think if, like, the South Dakota game fishing parks decided to hold a yearly summit and uh um you know maybe uh maybe that happens uh you know sometime at the end of the year the beginning of the next year whatever where where they sit down and and you can come and and they get all the top fisheries guys and all the you know top people with game fish and parks and they all put together a big huge deal and maybe this is done and i don't even know about it but but what if they would would be very transparent and they would say, hey guys, uh, you know thanks for attending. Uh, we're going to start off and talk about last year's revenue. We sold X amount of uh, you know fishing licenses. That is up from the year before, and and we also are charging a little bit more this year. So this is the number right there of 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 what we you know made. Um, these are our plans, you know, on what that we're going to do with that money. We're planning on putting a new boat ramp at, at Lake Thompson, and we're planning on, you know, allotting this much money for stocking of fish. Uh, this fish hatchery up here needs some renovation, so we're going to take a big chunk of that money and do this. And, you know, maybe just a little bit of transparency uh, you know, Hey, we're, we're thinking about adding another, uh, game warden up, you know, over right, here in Northeast yeah. South Dakota, we made enough money this year with the increased license sales. Uh, we're, we're thinking that we're gonna, um, you know, start advertising for a job here and, you know, maybe get a little bit of feedback. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm not trying to flex nuts here, but, but don't ever forget the fact that these guys work for us. Yeah. You know, I mean, if, if you're a taxpayer in the state of, of South Dakota, I mean, those are your, you know, they, they work for you and, and, you know, maybe, maybe some, some, uh, checks and balances there on, on, you know, how much money that's coming in, where that money's getting spent a little bit of public input, um, you know, and, and I don't know, maybe, maybe a, a big, huge get together like that would be a good thing for all involved. Uh, chances are no one would show up to it. 
they would just complain on Facebook two days later that nothing's getting done. And, uh, you know, that, that kind of seems like more of the, the style of people these days. But, uh, you know, I, I think, I think the big thing is transparency. Oh, it definitely is. I mean, to know where, where that money is going to, I mean, I think it's easy for, I mean, all of us to sit there and like, Oh, like the fishing seems to not be as good this year. So we need to, they need to stock more fish. I mean, like yep. we all just kind of like we always all fall back on that. Simple. Like, it's like that's just a simple solution. Well, you know, there's not as much fish, so we need to stock these. Like we need to put more in there, and it's going to make the fishing outstanding. Which, I mean, we've had Scott on here before that has talked about like, no, that's not how it always works. I mean, I mean, in a perfect world, yes, but no, that's not how it works all the time. And uh, with environmental factors, and right, and there's all kinds of different factors that play into it. And then there's, you know, everybody wants their lake, you know, yeah, stocked. Right. You know, it's like we need this lake stocked. Oh, why is that? Because you see, well, no, it's like the one that I go to all the time. You know, it's the closest to my house, so that's <laughs> I just feel like that should be the one that gets stocked first or stocked. It's, the it's most, only four you know? foot deep and freezes out every other right. year, but yeah. So we'll, then we'll, just we'll stock we'll more each year, and maybe some will survive. And then there, you know, you just keep stocking every single year and every year. And I mean, just you know, walk over to the wall and beat your head against it every time. So uh, it just, like you said, transparency is good if they had something like that. But like you said. The people that complain about it won't ever show up anyways, no. so... No. They're busy that night. Yeah, they're busy. They're busy that night. Catching <laughs> limits. Yeah. <laughs> Frying fish. <laughs> Chasing off the non-residents. Yep. But, uh, you know, one thing, uh, I got an email this morning, and, and to kind of roll this into the next subject, um, you know, the, the, there's obviously a lot of bickering that goes on on Facebook, uh, you know, bickering about guides, bickering about, you know, non-residents, bickering about people that keep trophy fish, bickering about people that just keep fish, period. But uh, um, don't ever lose sight of the fact that at the end of the day, we all are just fishermen and we all want, you know, what's, what's best for all the lakes, not just our lakes, but all the lakes. And, and, uh, you know, we do have a lot in common and we all still are on the same team. Um, I got an email this morning and, and just had some absolutely wild, wild stuff on it. Um, in the, uh, in the country of Australia, nearly half the water, uh, half the public water is now off limits to fishing. You can no longer fish it. And, uh, I, I, I don't know any more information than that on it, but I mean, that's absolutely wild that, uh, really that, crazy. that things have gotten like that. Um, another thing, uh, um, in Europe, they, in, in some of the countries, they have full on banned catch and release because it hurts the fish. And, uh, you know, I mean, I, I think us as Americans up here in the Midwest, we can sit there and be like, that is absolutely crazy talk. That will never happen here. Well, I can almost bet you good money that 25 years ago, you could go to these European countries and say, Hey, guess what? In 25 years, you're no longer going to be able to practice catch and release. And people would have laughed at you and they'd have been like, Nope, not here. Well, and heck, it's there. Hey, heck, 10 years ago in South Dakota, you could have just went on water, a lot of any body of water that you wanted to and fished. And guess what? Can't do it anymore. Yep. And you know, ju- just a couple stats here, uh, um, 54.5 million people fish each year. Um, there's nearly 1 million jobs involved in the fishing industry. Fishing uh, pumps in $148 billion economic dollars of impact, um, $1.8 billion annually to conservation uh, through license fees, uh, excess taxes, um, direct contributions. I mean, you know, that the, those are all things that have a big impact. And, and so, you know, the money is definitely on our side, but you know, the bickering back and forth, like we're all on the same team and, you know, this isn't a Democrat or Republican deal. This is a, this is a sportsman versus anti-sportsman, um, deal. And, and just, just think about it guys. Like, uh, I, I know it's wild to think about that. That never happened in the state of South Dakota. We're the freest that it gets. Yeah. Well, y- you might be right. Maybe he'll be the last, last domino to fall, but, uh, I, I don't know. I, I I'm afraid that it's not as far off as what, what we might think. No, no, I it's, it's always lingering. I mean, like you said, 
a person gets in with an agenda, yep. I mean, we, we can be in big trouble here. I mean, it could be a huge uphill fight. Well, I can tell you one thing, guys. Once you lose it, you don't get it back. Nope. Once you lose it, you don't get it back. It don't matter what it is, whether it's fishing privileges, whether it's hunting privileges, whether it's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to dive into other stuff. Cause like I said, this isn't a Democrat or Republican deal. This is a, this is a us, you know, as, as sportsmen, as, Coming as, together as anglers. Yeah. Remembering we're, like you said, just a little bit ago that we're still on the same team. We're all no on doubt the same about side it. because if something starts getting taken away, then it's easier for other things to, and like you just said, I mean, it's, if we think it's hard, to, the fight to always like keep the stuff just it's a lot harder to try to get it back if it's impossible. So it is, it's really impossible. So we just gotta always remember that. And if we're, if we're all yelling at each other and making idiots of ourselves, it gives them fuel to be jumping on there and being like, look at these, like, see, there are a bunch of Neanderthals, you know, morons and stuff like that, that, uh, you know, yeah, they don't like it when we actually can show that we are intelligent. Couple of us, couple of us, couple of us, <laughs> not the ones on this podcast, but there are other ones. <laughs> There's other ones. We bring yep. some on every once in a while, exactly. just to try to just to remind people that our our, our IQs are still all right. Yep. Uh, a couple other points of interest uh, I wanted to talk about: an 18 and a half pound walleye, uh, 33 inches long, 21 and a half inches of girth was caught on the Bay of Quint. I'm gonna. Hopefully, I'm pronouncing that right. Could be Quinte. Yeah, uh, French. Yeah, exactly. For big walleyes. Yep, <laughs> that's right. Uh, that was up on Lake Ontario in the province of Ontario. And uh, one other thing, um, the Iowa Great Lakes Walleye Weekend just announced that one of the 10 tagged walleyes that they will be releasing this year, $42,000. It's the 42 annual, uh, 42nd annual uh, Iowa Great Lakes Walleye Weekend. $42,000 for one of them, their walleyes. So, uh, I can get um, behind some walleye fishing if that, if they're, you know, $42,000 for one. Yeah, I can get way behind it. <laughs> I'm hoping my parents' dock is in by then. I'll just go out there and cast a couple slip bobbers all and, night and yep. just let them float. Yep. If yeah, it is, that, that'd be a, that'd be a money spot right it there. It would be. It'd be a really good spot right yep. off that point. And, yep. uh, you got a little bit of a hole right there. Yep. Uh, no, it's, uh, it's crazy to think that that's you know, May. What is like that? The first weekend of May, I believe. Yeah, May five like, and six or something. Something like that. It's coming and down then, the pipe. Yeah, it's going to be here before we know it. And then uh, 18, 18 pound walleye through the ice. Yeah, like I just can't imagine. Like that's like I don't know. Getting that through the hole is like it'd probably be like it's a small simi- child. Be like similar to me trying to get into skinny jeans. There'd be a lot of wiggling and times where you're not going to think that you're going to fit it, but uh, eventually you do fit into it. And All of a sudden you look in the mirror and you say, I did it. Yeah, like, I did oh, it. How am I going to get off of the, get out of these things? Yeah, you know, right. I, can, I can't even bend my legs. You're not walk fooling around, anyone. Walking you around like you got a couple two by fours in there. Matt's sitting here recording this with a big old set of skinny jeans on. Yeah, it's true. Nope. Standing the whole time because I can't sit down. Haven't you noticed his voice is a little bit higher tonight? <laughs> Got some stuff squeezed yeah. down there. Be dang right, it's a little higher yep. tonight. All right. Uh, good news stories of the week brought to you by Freedom Brew in Larchwood, Iowa. Uh, the absolute best coffee shop that there is. Uh, if you are in the tri state area, the South Dakota, Minnesota, Iowa area, Stop by Larchwood, Iowa, in the very far extreme northwest corner of Iowa, and uh, um, swing on by the uh, the Freedom Brew. Matt and I get the Freedom Buzz. Sometimes we get a little caramel frappe. Um, it, it don't matter what the, what you get. Uh, it's it's money there. It's darn good. Better believe it. Um, my good news story uh, this week, I, I want to first give a shout out to uh, to you and Ramrod, who both have done a little bit of shed hunting over the last week, and both of you guys have scored some really nice uh, deer antlers, so uh, they are dropping here in Northwest Iowa. I'm sure they're dropping uh, all across our listening area, so if you can't get out on the ice, but you want to spend a little bit of time outdoors, uh, go, and, go and walk some uh, deer hunting land and uh, 
uh, see if you can't pick up yourself a couple antlers. But uh, I also want to give a shout out to Craig and Aubrey Euler, who uh, this past Saturday, I believe it was, did a polar plunge out there in Rapid City to raise money for the Special Olympics. Uh, I believe it was like 30 or 29 degrees. Um, and you could tell uh, by their faces after they had jumped in that uh, that water was chilly. And, uh, did, did Craigie do a full-on belly flop? Or so Craig, just... Craig was in a set of jean shorts. Oh, um, uh, like a pearl snap, uh, cut off and, uh, and a straw cowboy hat. That's what I'm talking about. Yep. I, I got he, a feeling that maybe that, maybe that needs to make the slideshow at HOA. I'm just saying, uh, his wife did send me a bunch of pictures and Giddy uh, up old son. I can, uh, I can send you some pictures. <laughs> I can send you some yeah. pictures and, uh, you can work a little bit of magic. I, I'm I, talking I, about. I can't believe I didn't think about this until this point. Yeah. He, uh, got his Sunday best. They must've just came from church. Cause that's usually what he wears in church, right? That's right. Some that's right. Shorts and, uh, that is. That's him. Oh, there yeah. he is, right there. Oh, buddy. Yep. I like that. Yep. Oh, yeah. Ah, good for them. That's awesome. Are you sure that's why he couldn't be on the show tonight? The, uh, the boys weren't up in his throat, so he couldn't really talk, <laughs> so kind of lost his voice there. Might have been some truth to that. Uh, Are you jumping into 30-degree water on a 30-degree day? Woo! Yep. He, uh, he uh, said he's got influenza, but I can't help but uh, think that uh, jumping into freezing cold water may have uh, played a small small uh, factor in that but uh that's what you get for child's play craig that's what you get <laughs> oh man that's that's good stuff yep uh mine i guess uh you know what i'm just gonna give a shout out to uh our buddies seth and uh nugget they went out this weekend in uh, nuggets boat i think that he's getting a new one actually i think he a might have said that or yeah something like that so uh they were out, uh, I'm pretty sure they were on the Mississippi River the way it looked or yep. something down there by where they live. Um, and they, they got themselves into a few fish, so it's kind of neat to see some open water fishing pictures here. Uh, like we said, that's coming up. It's kind of that always that fun time of year when you can get some people that aren't real far away that are open water fishing and some that uh, are still on the ice hammering fish. So uh, it just kind of tells you that where we live, there's uh, plenty of opportunities uh, to get out there and make it happen. So I yep. guess that's going to be my good news story. Absolutely. Hats off to them two dirtbags. Yeah. So, uh, all right, guys, uh, that is episode 254. We appreciate every single one of you guys for listening. Uh, if you haven't, uh, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, uh, do whatever it is on your podcast platform that you listen to us. Uh but uh, yeah, we do appreciate you guys, and we will catch you next week on episode 255. Later. Later.